Blog Talk Radio. Greetings and welcome, my friends, to tonight's Friday Night Spiritual Night. Love and light versus hate and judgment tonight, my friends. Let's let this music play us in and get us in a relaxed mind, body, spirit space. Tonight, Friday night, spiritual night. And my thoughts go out tonight to all those who got crazy weather happening all over our country. And so thoughts go out to all of all the people suffering from that in the moment that we might be speaking right now. And we're certainly seeing a lot more of these destructive storms and earthquakes and Disasters we don't need on top of it, the shootings and the wars, but we got those too. <laughs> and my friends, love and light versus hate and judgment. Tonight's Friday Night Spiritual Night has been a lifetime in the making. The things that I observed and studied and learned about in my life to all of the different friends and family and clients who blessed me with being part of facilitating their growth and their healing. And we've talked so much in the past few weeks about how this battle between love and light and hate and judgment is so critical in each of our lives. 
for us personally and for those that we care about in our friends and family and in our world. There is a grand battle playing out, my friends, and it's what I think is shocking for some of us is just how clear it's become, just how defined. how it's now playing out every day around us and always has been. But something's happening. There's a crescendo that we can all sense and feel taking place and that's why when you're in love and light and you're in mind, body, spirit and you're in awareness, that you reach out for things like meditation and spiritual connection. And remembering that if we're still standing, my friends, if we're still here, we're here for the experiences that we want to share with those that we love. We're here if you're in love and light in mind, body, spirit, my friends, you're here to not just bring goodness and love and some healing into your life, but to bring it into everyone's lives that you can possibly touch. And that's why it's so hideous that hate and judgment comes after us So strongly. Even the best of us, at the best of our times, are all human. And as humans, the battle between love and light, hate and judgment, is all about free choice. And some of the things we're experiencing now aren't new. Even some of the ways that things have become so polarized and so violent aren't new. There was a time when Christians burned each other at the stake for being either Protestant or Catholic. There were times in the name of Christianity that Christian priests and religion people went all over the world tearing apart the cultures and beliefs that may have gone thousands of years before their knowing, misguidedly thinking that somebody that wasn't your same color or your same language or from your same continent was somehow, somehow less than. In any way. And the best of us. Throughout time. And in our own lives. Have had those moments when hate. And judgment and fear. Seep in. And if you're. A living human being in the world today. It's probably daily. (laughs) That's why it's so important. To have the time to meditate. And to connect. And to 
allow yourself to be free of it. Because as soon as hate and judgment enter the equation, love and light go out the door. (laughs) And in a time when things are so clearly defined and divisive, it is very easy on either side of so many different issues of the day To find yourself being in love and light, reaching out in a way where you want to support those around you and you want to heal and you want to stand up for the least of these. Because you know and feel it's the right thing to do and it's a win-win-win. It's a win for you and your life. It's a win for the life that you touch and you heal and it's a win for the world and community. And when that's so easy to see and feel and be aware of, it is frightening on a soul level, to see the mass numbers around the world, sometimes in the name of love and light, sometimes in the name of Jesus, sometimes in the name of Buddha, (laughs) saying and doing the most hideous things. Things that make no sense if you're in love and light. Make no sense if you're a Christian or a Buddhist or a Muslim. And you believe your religion and you believe in a God that created everything. (laughs) Or gods or universe or the one. And even though we've had these moments throughout time, it's shocking to see, shocking to live. And at times it can be very hard to have hope. To believe that the fight is still worth fighting. But my friends, grand battles right now. It's not something that's elusive, but hard to find. It's right now. And it's each of us individually, each mind, body, and spirit that is in this battle together. Even for our brothers and sisters and ourselves in the moments that we do it, that live in hate and judgment. That would rather hurt somebody else than heal. That would rather turn a blind eye to those who are hungry or starving and do things to discount your fellow humans, especially those who need you the most. And it's easy for us in love and light to find ourselves in hate and judgment of those that are hurt, those that are in darkness, those that are choosing to do the most destructive, damaging, ridiculous things in our society today. And just a few years ago, even as a world, it seemed like we were making great strides 
and loving each other and supporting each other and finding solutions for those parts of the world that were struggling the hardest. It seemed that in many ways, and not, not everywhere, <laughs> not everywhere, but in many ways we were making progress in understanding that men and women are beautiful beings and humans and each talented and awesome and equal, regardless of your skin color, your ethnic background, your religious beliefs, <laughs> your sexuality. And yes, your gender, your gender identity. There's many different ways of being human, and we know our souls come down here to experience all of those different ways. And sometimes we as humans want to throw it all up to God, right? We want to go, well, you know, everything's a mess. That's God's fault. Every, you know, this is happening, that's happening, you know, God is raining down on you, and that's not new either. You know, God, because of the sins of these people or those people or because we love these people and we shouldn't be loving them, God is having his attacks on us or he's causing bad things to happen. When we're the ones here, we are the representations of the one. We are the ones that have the free choice between love and hate. The earth and the universe is going to have its cycles and its ways of being. And we know that even with the earth, we're living in a pretty special cycle right now. Breaks all the things we've ever seen before. And we're headed into completely uncharted territory. There's no better time for us to be together. And even in this time of extreme hate and judgment and extreme voices out there, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Buddha, in the name of love and light, saying the most horrific things, bearing no resemblance whatsoever to the teachings of those great masters and prophets. It should not be surprising, because three of my favorites, Daniel, Elijah, and Jesus, talked about the struggles they would see in their lifetimes and in some of the future generations coming, and where we would be today. And if you hear nothing else tonight, hear this. Jesus, in his own words, said, at the time of the end, flash transition, depending on your interpretation of the actual text, know that most or the majority of those who come in my name will not come in my name. 
They will not know me or God. I'm paraphrasing, but it's pretty direct. Most, the majority, there's going to come a time when the believers of this message of love and light and this message of being there for each other, this message that if you could learn to become the avatars that you are empowered to be, you could do amazing things together to create a reality And to do that, you must love yourself, love each other, love the least of these, help those who need it the most. Do not focus on your own profit or gain or power. Focus on the lives that you touch and the ways that you touch them. Focus on knowing what you can do in your life, with your talents, with your mind, and your body, and your spirit, to help those around you who need it the most. So how is it even possible that that message, and if you're in love and light and you've connected to that energy, you felt it, and it's in your heart, and you know what it feels like. But what Jesus talked about, Elijah and Daniel both experienced in their lives. At Jesus and his, we're going to talk next week, next Friday, special Good Friday show. But what they all experienced and talked about was if you're connected to the source, if you're connected to love and light, if you have the energy flowing through your mind and body and spirit, You've experienced something and you are experiencing something that no one can take away. And if you're in that flow, when you look around and you see what people are saying or doing or offering, you can very quickly discern what's coming in love and light and what's coming in hate and judgment. What we talked about on Wednesday, energy. Positive energy flows at a certain level, a love energy flows and vibrates at a certain level, a hate energy, a dark energy, an energy that tries to blow out your light also vibrates at a level. And if only if you are in the connection, whatever it means for you, that's why I call my work experience your path. That's why when we do our meditations and our spiritual experiences, I guide you in and then you have your experience. And your way of perceiving it, experiencing it, being it, is going to be different than mine, and that's okay. And I want to hear about it, because then we all learn. And those that are speaking with forked tongues, my friends, are those that are telling you, only I have the truth. Ridiculous. We all have the truth. We all have the ability to grow and become more aware, our belief systems change and mold because of our experiences. But if someone in a religious, a social, a community, a political arena says, me and only me, run for the door. <laughs> run, run, not true, couldn't be, not possible. Because that makes it seem like 
there are those of us that know more than the rest of us do, and, and there, that's true because we all choose to study different things. We all choose to experience different things at different times in our lives. That's why when we come together with all of our strengths, we have something to offer. I have been blessed in my life to experience not just my own experiences, but to have been trusted by friends and families and clients to help them in their journeys of experiencing the healing that they needed to become the whole person that they were all along to bring out their talents and their inspirations. And many times, my clients, when I've done, whether it's a private client, a workshop, a group, a retreat, and I've shared it in real time (laughs) with people, when they'll experience things or see things or we'll experience something together, because when I do... When I do my work with people, including all you out there, when I do these meditations that we do together, I'm doing them. We teach what we most need to know, what we most need to learn, I swear it. Even as pastors and spiritual people, counselors, teachers, <laughs> we teach what we most need to learn to remind ourselves. And I've had so many amazing sessions where I have learned from the person that I was facilitating because they experienced something a little bit different or they opened a door to me that hadn't been opened before. I've watched my own life change, even as I very clearly describe myself as a Christian Buddhist druid, and they all apply. And none of those. Because the more you connect to the one, the more you realize that each one of those is just someone's description of, a, of the same basic idea of love and oneness and connectedness, mind, body, and spirit, physically to this world, to this world that we're allowing ourselves the experience of. And it's very arguable that at any moment mass things could happen and and this earth is definitely going through a cycle. And that's part of the things that a lot of religious and spiritual writings talked about. And there's been great debate and I've taken some time and really dug into it. And it's true. You could think about some of the things Elijah and Daniel and Jesus shared may have been about their time period. It could be a template that you can lay over like an Aztec calendar and see that certain things happen in certain cycles. But there's an awful lot of spiritual writings that bring us to this moment that we're in today. And maybe it mirrors some moments that we've had in the past. I sense and feel that the difference is the globalness of it. Yes, there was a time when Christians, Protestants, and Catholics literally burned each other to stake for being the wrong one. Somehow, again, people in the name of Jesus, right? Is there anything Jesus said about burning another Christian at the stake? Because one wants to read the Bible and the one wants the priest to read the Bible? Sound like a thing? It's not a thing. But a lot of people died. And we can go through and recount history of both the Muslim and the Jewish and the Christian people throughout years 
fighting at each other, even though at the base, they're the same. And it's okay to have whatever culture or whatever religion or whatever belief system serves in your spiritual path. It's also okay to realize that everything religion is man-made. Everything religion is man-made. Not to throw the baby Jesus out with the bathwater, my friends. Not at all. There are real examples, visions, parables, spiritual insights that are in all of those beautiful writings. And for years, I used to tell people, you know, the one people that you can say don't attack and they don't do that is the Buddhists. But then a few years back, as we all know, in the most Buddhist country there is, they started ethnic cleansing Muslims. What the heck? What? What? Question mark? And I'm not putting anyone at, you know, talking to your Buddhist out there like I am, if you're Christian out there like I am, if you're more pagan or druid, or you have your own spirituality. I'm not putting one down over the other. They've all been pretty good at messing up when extremists in each area totally abandon anything they've been taught at all, (laughs) at all, and fall into hate and judgment. Because if you stay in love and light, then you realize it's okay to have your path and your experience. And I don't hate you, I celebrate you. If I'm a true person of awareness and seeking, which I am and I have, I've attended many different churches, mosques. Retreats. And sat down and tried to learn and share. And you know when you come at that, when you come from that space, whether you're visiting the Hare Krishnas or the Presbyterians or Jewish synagogue or a Muslim mosque, they welcome you. And they talk with you and you share with them. And you know what happens? You know what happens if you allow yourself to be with them? Worship with them, connect with them, have spiritual time with them. It's awesome. Beautiful. And I have to say, the friendliest, nicest, most beautiful, almost made me want to quit the Navy and, <laughs> and join them, was the Hare Krishnas. Boy, did I have some judgments there. But I really wanted to learn. I really wanted to understand. So I was like, hey, and this is back in the early days, like, hey, let me in. <laughs> like, can I come? Can I do stuff? What's up? And they're like, yeah, come and see. Oh, my gosh. The love, the light, just energy that exuded from all of each of them, each individual. You could see it in their eyes. You could hear it in their voice. You could feel it when you walked in the room. And I found out all sorts of things I didn't know. That Hare Krishna is really another name for the Christ consciousness. Now, I, I, that's my interpretation. <laughs> but truly, 
same energy. And they live it. To be a member of the Hare Krishna, you in your life have to commit to give back in whatever way that you're led to do. They don't tell you how to do it. They say that's part of the fun is figuring it out. (laughs) They say you find it. So I knew people that with their families were giving blankets to homeless. I knew people that were working and that were doctors or nurses that were working in clinics to help those that didn't have access to the insurance. I knew people that were going and helping when someone had a fire or a flood and truly help it. Like going and saying, let me, let me come and be here for a day and help you go through your things, help you get things settled. Let me come back and, and help you when you're clearing it out. These guys did some work. And they impressed me so much that I I had a little break coming up in between my trainings that I was doing, and this was in San Diego, California. And I arranged to, I said, you know what, I am got special permission to spend four days off the base. And when I said why, it was funny, they pulled me into a room. They were like, hey, now we know you, and we've gotten to know you, even early on in my Navy career, people do, I was like, really love studying religion and, and defending everyone's right to be spiritual the way that that is beautiful for them. And so they found out what I was doing and they said, we need to tell you, we need you to promise that you're going to come back. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm going to come back. I'm just taking four days. I've got that next training coming. I'm a, I'm a go Navy. I'm on board. Let's do it. And they said, well, here's the thing. We've lost a few to the higher Christians. <laughs> We've lost a few to the higher Krishnas. They go, but they don't come back. <laughs> and you have to come back. Like, you know, right? Like, you have a contract, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, no. Believe me, I'll be back. I wanna, I'm want to. i excited about the things I'm learning and doing. I can't wait. I want to do this. And I went and spent the time with them. And I will say, they never, you know, like, they weren't, the Hare Krishnas were trying to get you to stay. <laughs> you know what I mean? They, did, they, they were what you could if you wanted. And I got to stay with the monks in a little monastery area that they had for four days. And I actually got to meet a couple of the people who had it back, <laughs> not gone back. <laughs> they were like, I'm one of those. And it was an amazing time. It's one of the most spiritual moments of my life, not just up to that point, including up to now. And I've had some pretty amazing moments, but being in prayer and meditation and allowing that energy that Christian energy, that spiritual energy, that light energy to truly come into my mind and body and spirit. In all honesty, I did want to stay. <laughs> but I went back. I also knew. I even they said, you know, I even prayed about it and did some things and, and I was like, no, no. I need to take this with me. I need to share this. And that's what I said. And that's the other thing about Hare Krishna. I love them for this. But, you know, there's no copyright, you know, you must join the sign on the dotted line, here's what you need to do, and blah, blah, and I'm going to do this, that, and the other thing for in order for you to be part of it. Just, they were, they were celebrating the fact that I was going to take what I learned from them and share it with other people. That's all that mattered. Because they were very much love and life. They very much understood if we just love each other. And that's the other thing I ran into there was very many different people from very many different walks of life. 
And some that were part of the Hare Krishna group and were, and were participating with them were other religions. There were Muslims and Christians, and I, I can't say for sure Jewish, but I do know Muslims and Christians that were, that were practicing in their area of belief, but also had stumbled across these beautiful light beings and said, I want to be part with them. I want to do this too. I can do this and this. They both work. They're both, they're both singing the same tune. And with Daniel and Elijah, we have examples of what, and Jesus, but I'm holding him for a minute. <laughs> with Daniel and Elijah, we have very clear examples of people going through in their time exactly what we're going through now. With Daniel, his country, his people had been overrun and they'd been taken captive and he was one of the princes or, you know, one of the elite class. And he was brought in and he was brought in with all these other slaves. I love Daniel. Because they were turned into slaves. They each had their different jobs and situations. And Daniel had a belief system, and Daniel believed in God, and Daniel believed in the God in the ways that he did. And he felt that there was wisdom in the teachings that were part of his life. So when he was captured and brought in, they attempted to make everyone do exactly what they wanted them to do. Forget everything you've been told. Forget your experiences. Forget your connection. This is the way you're going to do things now. And where things interfered with what he knew in his heart and believed in that moment to be true for himself, he stood fast. There were times he didn't eat because the food that they had weren't food that he ate. There were ways that he was taught to come in and pray to this idol or do this thing, and he said, you know what? That... And he didn't, he didn't detract from them. He just said, you can do your thing. Can I do mine? And at first they were like, nope, <laughs> you can't. And as the stories go, he was even thrown into a den of lions. They were done with him. Here you go, dude. Enjoy your, and sad. Threw him in the den of lions and said, hey, dude, enjoy your God now. For about the next few minutes. And as the story goes, an angel of God appeared and said, don't worry, Daniel, these, these lions are not going to eat you. Your faith, your connection, your heart, your connection to the one is vital. You have a mission to do. The next day they come back, he's not eaten by the lions. They pull him out. The king is like, whoa, dude wasn't eaten by the lions? Bring him here. There's something, something about him. And my friends, if you want good reading, truly, good reading. Whether you believe it or you don't, or you just want a good reading, read the story of Daniel. And how he became so close to the king and he would interpret the king's dreams and he himself had prophecies for what his peoples would experience and then put the template down for here, for where we are right now. Elijah, 
He's one of my favorites. Favorites from childhood when I read the Bible, when I heard the story. Elijah went from being a prophet to when there was some overflowing and some civil wars and some crazy going on. Things got taken over. And by accounts, it came down to the point that he was the only one, at least outwardly, that still believed and connected to God in the way he did. And things went from being love and light and growth and learning to, again, an iron fist saying that this is the way it has to be and this is what you have to do and this is what's going to go down. And it got so bad that the people that didn't truly believe but just kind of went along with it gave in to the point that he was the only one that still believed. And by the stories we're told that he went into the wilderness he, if you either had to do what they say or be killed. So a lot of people were like, yeah, I'll do it. What have you got to do? What I got to do? And he went into the wilderness and we're told he was in the wilderness for 10 years. And again, because of his connection, because of his love, because of his daily devotion, because he knew that he had a mission that was going to play out, even if he had to wait it out for 10 years in the woods by himself. And we're told the birds fed him. And that he had visions and connections. And he knew that when the time came and his inspiration, his wisdom was it's time to come out. A lot of people are just going along. And if you step out and you take these steps, and you show yourself, people will follow you. Now, he didn't know he could have walked out there, and they could have killed him in a minute. But he walked out there, and again, read the story. I'm not going to go deep into it tonight. But he walked out there, and and sure enough, people followed him. He had the amazing miracles along the way. When he was first coming out, and he was first coming into society, he ran across the widow and her son. And he walked up, and, and he'd been known. So even being gone for 10 years, etc., she looked up and was like, oh, gosh, Elijah. He's like, yeah. He's like, I've got a favor to ask. I know you're risking it, but can I stay with you? Kind of getting things together, and I'm going to step out. God's told me it's time to do this. It's time to bring people back to love and light, back to connection to God to each other in a different way, to helping each other and growing together with each other and not fighting against each other. And she said, you know what, Elijah, I, I, I get it. We need you. Holy smoke. Thank God you're back. I'm poor. There's a lot of things going on. And that was another thing at the time. A lot of people were turned into slaves and made extremely poor, et cetera. And he's like, you know, I, I'd love to help you. I don't even care about, like, I'm not afraid. You can definitely come stay with me. But you know what? I only have enough flour and enough oil for one last meal that I was going to have with my son. And then I think we're going to go, we're going to go hungry. I don't know what's going to happen. And Elijah said, you know what? Take me home. 
path I'm on is real, and I'm walking, I'm walking in love and light, and I tell you in this moment, I'm hearing this, I'm knowing this. If we have this meal together, well, you'll always have enough for the next meal. And she looked at him and she said, all right, you know, what's, what's the worst that could happen? And as the story goes for several days, to her amazement, each time that she went to get a little bit, she, she made the meal and the next day, there was just enough to make the next. And I've always looked at that as a kid and thought, what is the, what is the lesson in that for us of love and light? It is if we allow ourselves to stay in love and light, to stay in that place of giving and being all of we, who we can be for those who need it the least, we will be okay. Don't let hate and judgment and fear get you into a place of giving up on love and light, of giving up on helping others, and giving up on, on bringing your talents to life. Because when you do that, you will be taken care of. You will have what you need. And Jesus will get into the story next Friday, big time, tune in. (laughs) Because Jesus came to change the entire concept of sin. To get rid of judgment completely. Everything that was a sin at the time of Jesus... He walked around saying, no, it isn't. Stop it. You haven't walked in this person's shoes. You don't know what they've experienced. You don't know their hearts. You have no ability to. Stop it. And he went from place to place loving on those who were truly the least of these, the leper colonies that were out of town. The people that were pushed aside because they had a physical or mental disability or because their way of being who they were as a human didn't fit because of judgment in their society. And time after time after time, city after city after city, he walked in and walked up to quote-unquote the worst and the least, and the most hated, and the most judged every single time, said, here's a good person. Here's a heart that's changed. Here's someone that's been shamed and judged that needs to be healed. And when they do, they're going to be amazing teachers. He went to those who were chastised at that time because if you had a kid that was had a physical or mental challenge, that was God's punishment on you or your family for something you did. And he was like, nope, 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 nope. That's a beautiful creature of God. Stop it. Stop it. And here we are today with love and light are challenged at every step. 
When it's easy, even if you're in love and light, it's so easy to want to hate those that aren't, to hate those that are hurting other people, to hate those that are going after women or ethnic people or religious people of any faith or LGBTQ people. Stop it. There's nothing love and light about any of that at all. Not even a little. And we're told that Elijah, and one of the reasons he was my great friend or great hero, was we're told that he lived his life so well, and he did. He brought all of his country back to God, back to the principles of love and light and being there with each other. And it's said that walking along with his son, that one day he was just taken. He lived his life so connected, so well, and not out of, not in a way of pride, not in a way of, you know, he followed all the rules to the T, in a way that his heart and his mind and his soul remained connected. So when he knew when, when falsehoods and lies and deceit were being brought upon the people, he didn't go along with it. He didn't even pretend to go along with it. Because even pretending to go along with it leads to problems. It's not real. We can have moments of true compassion and understanding for those that are in hate and judgment. We can pray for them. We can meditate. But my friends, we can also stand up. It's okay to stand up for what you believe in, to stand up for love and light, to stand up for those that need it the most in your community. To stand up for those who are being persecuted the worst in your world. To stand up for those who are starving in this moment at a time when we're dumping foods in other parts of the world. To stand up when we hear either our spiritual leaders or our friends or people in our community saying things that are out of judgment and hate. We can discern that someone has made some very poor choices or someone is hurting so bad that they have really created chaos in this world. And that's at the heart of this whole topic. Because when hate and judgment come in, and we start all the way back a few weeks ago with the child within. So when we live in a world where hate and judgment are prevalent and thrown about, and as a child, you can be bullied or abused by a parent or a family member or a friend or people at school. Where because of some talking heads that are religious or political say nasty, evil, vile things about certain people or certain classes of people or certain groups of people for whatever box they put them in, then it empowers the youth. The kids to fall into hate and judgment or to be victims of it. And here we are. Not new. What is the moment we're in is a cumulative moment in our human existence. Yes, before we had times in different parts of the world and still do to this moment where you can be killed or shot or hung 
for being who you are. Never in our history of humanity has this battle between love and light and hate and judgment become so globally connected in a single moment time. Something's happening here. We can feel it. We know it. If you're in love and light and spiritual, you can sense it. Sometimes it's scary how dark things have become. Sometimes it's scary how easily, even for ourselves, we find ourselves hating or judging. And often because we see some of those groups and some of those leases being picked on, being targeted, taking us years backwards in time, allowing people from different parts of countries, not just here in the U.S. and very much here in the U.S., <laughs> but not just here, around the world, that are having to relocate themselves or go through real persecution because of who they are or who the child is or that they just believe that, gosh darn it, we should be loving everybody. We should be helping the least of these. And then when judgment and hate come out of somebody's mouth, it's not Christian, Buddhist, Muslim, from the source of love and light, period. Period. And now more than ever, we're called to step forward, friends. Reason I am so blessed as I see so much of the darkness is that you also can see so much of the light. There's a lot of Daniels and Elijahs and Jesuses out there today, my friends. And I say that in all respect for all three. Maybe you feel right now in your life that you're in the freaking lion's den like Daniel. And you look around and you're the only light and you, and you know, you sense in your life that the only reason you're still standing is whether you can see it or speak to it or you feel it or know it's there, there's been an angel keeping you going. Maybe you're like Elijah and live in an area where you are basically metaphorically or maybe really in the middle of a forest being fed by birds afraid to be who you are because it could lead to death. Maybe you connect with and understand with Jesus because you've been trying to follow his example or even as a being of love and light, as a, as a non-religious person, you still lived this, this love for your fellow man, this love for your fellow human, this love for every person, this love for wanting to help those, and yet you've been beaten up, put down. Welcome to love and light. Use meditation, spiritual experience, long hikes in nature, 
whatever beautiful for you, music that touches your soul. We are at a battle. And the forces of hate and judgment, the forces that we've created it as humans, as we've created the definition, the forces of hate and judgment, darkness versus love and light, my friends, the only way to win is to allow yourself to be in that flow. To allow yourself to remember that all those reacting around us in the world and the ways they are, are reacting out of their hurt or their ignorance or their consumption of the negativity. And in reality, it has nothing to do with you other than, and I've heard that from friends as I was getting ready for tonight, is there are certainly people in the world as it's defined defined today and as it was throughout the times we've talked about, that if they see your love and light, they see your connection, they see your flow, there are some that just want to blow that light out. And then I've seen and experienced in my lifetime that there are those who become agents of hate and judgment and negativity. And as humans, we all have. If you're love and light and you're allowing yourself to be aware, you just catch yourself faster. You just become aware and say, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. I got into this space, and it wasn't right, and it was negative, and it was wrong, and I'm sorry, and let's, let's, let's create some love in here. When we find ourselves slipping into that hate and judgment, for a moment we sense and feel what those who are trapped or lured or deceived into darkness are experiencing in their life. And we can choose to be the love and light because the other thing I've seen and experienced is that even even the most ugliest person going through so much hurt and ugliness, I mean, of the energy they're spreading because they're hurting so bad and they're spreading ugly, fearful, judgmental energy everywhere they go. I, in my lifetime, have seen the most hurt individuals heal. We see it in Paul and Saul in the Bible. Get to jump to the New Testament for a moment too, but Paul and Saul. Saul had heard so many things about Christians and how they were and how they acted and what they were about that he was out there killing as many of them as he could before he'd ask him any other thing. You're Christian, you're diet. Don't want to hear it. And then he had a moment of transformation, a moment that his heart was touched, and he became one of the greatest apostles. And even then said, I was reacting the way I reacted because I was ignorant, because I was in judgment, because I was in hurt, and because I'd heard things and certain Christians acted certain ways that, boy, did not seem very good to me at all. Truth be known. Now, does that mean it was okay to do what he had done before? No. But guess what? He was forgiven. He was allowed to atone. And he became one of the greatest leaders of the church and in the movement of Christianity. Yet he was one of the worst people, period, until that moment of awareness, until that moment of connection, until that moment when his heart was touched by the true love and light and the energy of the universe. And it said to him, it said to his mind, 
you've heard things, you've felt things, experienced things that have nothing to do with this beautiful love, with this beautiful energy. Allow it to change your heart and enlighten your mind. And it did. And at first, when he stepped forward, people around him were like, whoa, 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 you were the dude that was doing a lot of bad things. And he said, yep, you're right. But my heart was touched. Once my heart was touched, that experience changed my perception. My friends in love and light are calling in this moment is to touch as many hearts as we can. To allow ourselves the experience of love and joy in our lives and to spread that love to as many as we can. And to know that we're humans and we're going to have time to struggle and we're going to have time when discernment starts to get really close to hate and judgment, but our awareness will pull us back. No matter what struggle you're going through today, no matter what challenge that's being thrown at you, and it could be many, it could be physical, it could be mental, it could be a spiritual moment, crisis. You could be one of those people out there today that are struggling to know where the next meal's coming from or exactly what is next in your life. Maybe things, maybe you've made some choices and you've gone down some roads and you've found yourself in that negative energy and it just, it just took you. Forgiveness is absolute. Freedom from hate and judgment is joyous. And we're going to do a nice meditation tonight, my friends. It's going to be one of the deeper meditations that I've offered. Once we start, the music will play us out, but my friends, tonight I'm offering you the experience of connecting to love and love. The experience of allowing yourselves for a few moments to connect so powerfully with love and wisdom, with the most inspirational souls and angels and light beings and the source in our universe to bring a real healing to the parts of your life and the parts of your heart and the parts of your consciousness that have been affected by hate and judgment that have been scared by what you see or sense or feel happening in the world today. Tonight I offer a guided meditation experience for you to experience what you need to in this moment. And I'd like to give a beautiful 
loving, embracing hug and thank you to Elizabeth DeFreyas for her beautiful music that we share on our shows and that I've used throughout my mind, body, spirit, practicing and facilitating career. And you can hear more of her beautiful music at heartsoundsbyelizabeth.com. You can also, she's on a lot of the uh, streaming services, so put in her name and you can listen to her beautiful music. But if you go to heartsoundsbyelizabeth.com, there are albums of music that you can just listen to, the songs or the vibrations that touch your life, that bring something beautiful and amazing for you. And there's a little tip jar there where you can thank her, and you can also purchase music, but you can listen for free for as much as you'd like at Heart Sounds by Elizabeth as well. She wants her music to touch your soul and provide you healing and relaxation and peace. And my friends, we are very thankful for all of our listeners out there. And if you are in a moment of prosperity, if you like the message that we're sharing and the meditations and spiritual experiences that we offer, please consider making a small donation our way. It'll help with the show. It'll help with the mission. You can do so by going to RelaxLetGo. By sending an email to RelaxLetGoB at gmail.com and just let us know what you'd like to donate, what's, whether you'd like to make a one-time donation or be a monthly supporter of the show and the movement. Either is fine and beautiful. And all your dollars go to bring this message out and to grow the EYP community experience your path, mind, body, spirit, community. Just send an email. We'll send you everything you need to do and how it works. And it's very easy. And we're very thankful for all of you. We are going to be offering some groups and some workshops coming up. Everything that I offer from private sessions to groups and workshops. My friends, I always have scholarships, partial scholarships and full scholarships even working scholarships. I'm here and I am dedicated <laughs> the core part of my mission to help those who need it the most. And people that do, do make donations and people that purchase some of my session packages know that by doing so, they are also helping me to be out there helping those that maybe can't afford it at all but really need the help. And I offer it. I always offer a part of all the services, all the workshops, all every retreat I've ever done always has the ability of those who have very little or no finances or struggling really hard at the time to come and be part and to take part in what I offer. And you know what? Goodness, you know, does come around. What goes around comes around. What you spread comes back. And I've always been taken care of and, and wonderful things have happened. At times, there's been times in, in my practice or in my world that I was basically, you know, half or better of what I was doing was helping those who needed the most. And yet I've always been blessed. I've always been taken care of. And many times when those people were touched and their lives moved in beautiful spaces and places and their circumstance changed as they came back around. I had people I had people leave money in my mailbox <laughs> with a little note saying, sorry it took so long. 
I never even asked for it. My friends, allow yourself tonight to truly get relaxed and peaceful, to begin to become more and more aware of how important it is for your life that you have moments to truly relax, to truly let go, to have deeper and deeper connections with your consciousness, with your awareness, with the very center of your soul. Just allow yourself to become relaxed and comfortable. Nothing to think about, nothing to do. Just allowing this time and this place for you to relax. For you to let go of any fears and judgments, any stress or anxiety, any strain or discomfort. We're going to start tonight with a beautiful, relaxing prayer. Dear most awesome source one, the energy that surrounds us in this earth and the energy that surrounds us in the universe, that comes in love and life, that comes for our enlightenment and our awareness and our strength and our healing, we need you now. We need you in our hearts and souls. We need you in our world. We need you reaching out to those in our worlds who like Saul are in ignorance and hate and judgment and are doing the most destructful, hateful, damaging things the experience of being human. We need you to be there for those in our world today that are struggling with hunger, that are struggling with mental struggles, that are struggling physically with their bodies tonight. And we ask that you bring the angels and light bring to bring them love and comfort. To allow them some peace deep in their soul, deep in their consciousness, deep in their awareness. To allow them to know that they are never, ever alone. that there is always the ability to connect, to allow and to experience. And allowing yourself for a few moments just to relax and be peaceful and be in the flow of this beautiful energy and join with me and join with those around the world. Those that are listening in those, this moment and those that will be listening together in the moments to come allowing all of that energy to come together and reach out together in love and light, allowing this beautiful energy, this beautiful flow to flow through our arms, to flow through our feet, to flow out and allow ourselves to sense and feel that energy going out into the world to everyone who needs it in this moment. Maybe thinking for a few moments about those in your life that you love, that may be going through a moment of crisis or struggle, that may be in a place of hate and judgment, that may be in a place of physical hurt or mental hurt, 
or emotional hurt. And for a few moments, allowing yourself to sense and feel the love that you have flowing through you, flowing into each one of them. Allowing for a few moments that you can sense and feel this beautiful relaxing energy flowing into your mind, flowing into your body. For a few moments, letting go of everything else and just being in a soothing, relaxing place. Nothing to think about. Nothing to do. Just relax. Just allowing yourself to feel and sense soothing, beautiful, relaxing energy flowing throughout all of your mind. Every cell, every neuron. Just sensing and feeling and experiencing this energy as it just fills your head. It relaxes away any stress, any discomfort, any struggle. It just allows you for a few moments to be peaceful and relax easily in the flow of this soothing, relaxing energy. Letting go of any stress, any judgment, any negative energy. Just allowing yourself to be more and more aware, more and more connected to the soothing energy that flows around your eyes and ears. It flows into your cheeks and your nose. It flows into your sinuses and your throat, just bringing a soothing relaxation. Peaceful here. Allowing yourself to sense and feel the flow of this energy as it flows down into your neck and shoulders and just gently massages every muscle, every cell, every system. Allowing any discomfort, any disease, any strain in your body to just relax, melt away. Allowing that soothing energy to flow down into your elbows, down into your arms, filling your hands and fingers and just easily melting every cell every stress, every strain, easily flowing and allowing all of the cells to be fresh and clean and free of any disease or discomfort. Allowing the soothing energy to flow deep into your chest. With every breath that you take, you're breathing this beautiful energy, this relaxing, healing energy into your body. And it's flowing out through every muscle, through every cell, through every system. Allow yourself for a few moments to sense and feel that energy moving down into your stomach. Just coating your tongue and soothing, relaxing life. 
soothing peaceful energy, soothing healing energy, moving down into your intestines. You can sense it, you can feel it as it flows through and melts away any stress or anxiety, any disease or discomfort. Just allowing the flow of this energy to work with all the systems in your body. To release any stress, any negative, any judgment. Allowing that energy to flow down into your kidneys and around and down into your liver. Deep into your thighs and your hips. Deep into your knees and your ankles and all the way down into your feet. From your head to your fingers to your toes. Just sensing the soothing, relaxing energy. Melting away any judgment. Any hate. Any stress. Allowing all of your mind and body to flow with this life to flow with this relaxing energy, allowing it to bring you peace and relaxation, easily healing, easily relaxing, easily peaceful, allowing all of your mind and body to work with this beautiful relaxing energy to bring love and light and healing to your heart. Healing to your body. Healing to your mind. Just allowing yourself to drift deeper and deeper, more and more into the soothing, relaxing energy as you feel it, filling your body. Filling your head, filling your arms, filling your chest, filling your abdomen, filling your legs, filling your hands and your feet fingers and your toes with this soothing, relaxing energy. Relaxing away any stress, any anxiety, any frustration. Allowing yourself to connect with the very center, the very core of your consciousness. Allow yourself to see, to sense, to feel the soothing, beautiful light. As your body becomes more relaxed, allowing yourself just to float into that light. Just to let go and be in that beautiful, relaxing energy. Nothing to think about. Nothing to do. Just allowing for a few moments that you can sense and feel the soothing, relaxing energy moving through all the memories and moments in your life. Any places of judgment or hate, any times that you felt hurt or traumatized, allowing this light, allowing this energy to bring a healing and a love, a connection to the very center of your consciousness that part of you that's been with you for every breath that you've taken. And allow yourself to sense and feel in this moment 
that peaceful energy, allowing you to feel forgiveness. Forgiveness for yourself for any moment that you weren't at your best, for any moment that you allowed negativity or hate or fear to be a choice, for any moment that you might have seen yourself being less than you judged yourself to be. Allowing yourself to be in the flow of this beautiful energy, the flow of this beautiful light, the flow of this amazing light. And allow yourself to feel forgiveness, gratitude, and love. For a few moments to experience for yourself the flow of this love, this unconditional love. This love that truly allows forgiveness. Forgiveness for yourself. Forgiveness in the moments you may have misspoke. Forgiveness for the moments that you may have denied your own love, your own life, your own beautiful self. Forgiveness for the times that as a human you just were in that flow of negative, that flow of anger, that flow of judgment. You may have said or done some things that you now sense and feel and know we're not in love and light. Forgive yourself. Allow yourself to forgive and allow yourself to receive the inspiration and wisdom for the ways that you might be all of who you are. That you might reach out to those that you might have hurt in some way and reach out and bring comfort. Reach out and offer love and awareness. For those moments that you may have allowed yourself to judge yourself so hurt or so damaged or so broken that you hurt yourself. That you hurt those around you because you wanted them to feel your pain. And in this moment, allowing this love and this light and this beautiful, unconditional love that flows from your soul and your consciousness into every cell and every muscle. And allow yourself to be in the flow of this energy and the flow of this light and the flow of this awareness. And for a few moments, just let go. Let go and allow yourself to experience more than you ever have before. To experience love and inspiration, forgiveness and gratitude, peace and relaxation at a level you've only imagined possible. Just allowing yourself to go deeper, deeper, more and more to the very center of your consciousness very center of your awareness. Allowing this love, this forgiveness, this gratitude to flow out into all of those around you. 
those who may have hurt you, those who may have abused you, to know everything is to forgive everything. You can still easily discern what feeds your love and your joy in your life. You can offer yourself protection and strength and wisdom while allowing your heart and mind to let go of any bitterness or negativity, any judgments or hate. To allow yourself to be in a place of knowing that even the worst of us out there today who are in hate and judgment and fear need our love and our prayers and they need to see our light. They need to feel our love. They need to feel our energy and know that no matter how much hate or judgment or fear that they throw at us, that our light shines even brighter. That we allow ourselves to truly know. To know everything is to forgive everything. That it is always so much better to light a candle than to curse the darkness. To be inspired to bring solutions and inspirations and wisdom and healing to those who need it the most, even if they're forgotten by those around us. Those who are put down or judged. or stomped on by others. We're going to allow ourselves to be inspired and strengthened and motivated to bring our talents and our inspirations and our missions to life to help those who need it the most in this moment. And allow yourself for a few moments to connect with the very deepest part of your awareness, the very deepest source of this life. To allow yourself for a few moments to connect fully, deeply, and completely with your beautiful, inspired, powerful soul. Allow you in this moment to connect with through your soul with one of your mentors, your prophets with one of the spiritual leaders that inspired you maybe you connect with Daniel 
Maybe you connect with Elijah or Jesus. Maybe you connect with that Buddha, that Chi energy that's running through all of us. Maybe you connect with who for you has been a spiritual inspiration of love and life. For a few moments, allowing yourself just to let go and experience a soul-to-soul connection to that soul that inspires you. Maybe it's a prophet. Maybe it's your angel. Maybe it's someone who's been beautiful and amazing to your life that is no longer with you physically, but is with you spiritually. And allow yourself to let go of any fears or judgments. Any stress or frustration. Any struggle or anxiety. And just relax. And allow yourself. Allow yourself the experience of connecting soul to soul. Consciousness to consciousness. The soul that inspires love, inspiration, and beautiful experience in your life. to go deep into a spiritual experience designed by your soul for you. Allow your soul and your consciousness to be connected to all of who you are and all that you're connected to in this world. The wind, the water, from the dragonflies to the trees, the animal babies in your life that are so beautiful to you. Connect with this world. Connect with this earth, this earth energy. This beautiful flow of inspiration flowing through your mind and body and spirit and flowing out into this earth to help the earth and to help all of those in you. Allowing your soul to soar into an experience that is beautiful and amazing and perfect for you in this moment. your meditation, your spiritual experience, your consciousness and soul, bringing to your mind and body in this moment the healing and peace, relaxation and wisdom, 
the inspiration, the motivation that you need in this moment. Relax, let go, and be.